Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Locust Golden Hour podcast. My name is Christina. And I'm Lena. So the po- this podcast is about sharing stories, advice, tips, and all things surrounding university and student life. And today we'll be talking about summer jobs because it's getting to the point where people are starting to apply to find employment in the summer. So um, we can kick it off with an icebreaker question. Lena, what was your first job? My first job. Um, throwback. I think a lot of people had this first job. I was a lifeguard and swim instructor. Um, I got my first job when I was 16. I was a bit late. I no, I was a bit older than that. I was in grade 11, like the summer of my grade 11 or no, September. But that was my first job because it took me a while to get my qualifications, to be honest. Um, but yeah, what about you, Christina? Um, but first, I just want to talk about your lifeguarding. Um, <laughs> so did you have to go through all the swimming like um, levels or grades or whatever they're called? Yeah, you have to get like your certification. So you just start with like bronze med, bronze cross, and then your NL, your national lifeguard. But then the place that I was working at, you couldn't apply to lifeguard with just that. You had to also get your swim instructor. So I never... Like I, they only offer the swim instructors course in the summer and I would always be away for summer, like at camp. So then the one year I didn't go to camp and then I, that was a really good year for me. I got my driver's license, which Mm -hmm. is about to expire, but anyways, I got my driver's (laughs) license. I need to, I need to get, I need to do my test. I got my driver's license. I got my certification as a swim instructor. I went to summer school. Well, and if I didn't go to that summer school, I don't know if I would have gotten into my program, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> so it was a good summer. But and then I started working in September. So oh, life moves, life moves. Life moves. <laughs> have you ever had to like save anybody in your time um, as a lifeguard? There's been situations like I think the most serious situation was anaphylaxis, but I wasn't working. Like I wasn't on duty. I was there as a, a person swimming like I was um, yeah but then I like kind of helped out but it was it was very scary obviously oh um but yeah because like it was it's a big emergency so kind of like I went and saw what happened and tried to help out but yeah I didn't have to like I guess deal with most of it um since I was not working <laughs> um but yeah I think for like I guess directly someone like like someone got their toe like stubbed when someone opened the door and it was bleeding so ah. I had to, like bandage it up which also I do not like blood which oh. is really funny because being a lifeguard like things happen and stuff so I had to like man it wasn't bad or anything it was just a little bit of like gauze and like you know wrapping up it was fine like she was fine but obviously like um it was a little girl she was she was crying but we we dealt with it it was good and we yeah <laughs> hurt my toe now thinking about that yeah no in the situation I was like oh my gosh because <laughs> I hate blood but um it's part of my job see on the other hand all of my like first jobs was working with kids oh so my very first job was under the table I was teaching ukulele to mm. like 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 a six-year-old in my neighborhood oh because um, it was I think my high school's guidance counselor um like I would just be in the music room all the time in high school so he came to the music room once saw that I was playing ukulele and he was like hey my granddaughter wants to learn she lives here in this like in our town I was like okay and then I just like 
I, I taught her ukulele for a bit. I honestly don't remember why it stopped, but that was like when I was in grade 10. But yeah. Music teachers, that's yeah. a good job. That is a really good job. <laughs> I was like going through like books with her, but like I wasn't qualified to teach though. So like, but like I tried my best. Music teachers make a lot of money. <laughs> I think I charged, I don't remember how much it was, but they were only like half an hour lessons um, because she, you know, she was six. Her attention span was was shorter right Mm -hmm. so I don't remember how much I charged but it was like way more than a minimum wage was at the time for half an hour no I feel like working with kids is always like nice I feel like it's chaotic but usually fun like as a swim instructor I'd be like okay like please look like they would not listen but it was always a fun time you know yeah I have a lot of stories with like some of my past jobs like I was a camp counselor Mm -hmm. um I hosted kids birthday parties at like a pottery painting place oh my gosh Um, that must have been fun yeah except you know when I was a camp counselor I worked at like a visual arts camp um and there were kids like eating pastels (laughs) stuff that's not safe (laughs) there's this one kid um just have a little story there's this one kid who was eating oil pastels um and I was like you can I was like you can't eat boiled pastels and he was like it it was a raisin and then I put it in my mouth and it wasn't a raisin and I was like that's blue <laughs> that is a bright blue oil pastel and then I got to like call my supervisor and then she has to floss it out of his teeth oh my goodness yeah. they busted out the floss <laughs> yeah um, oh wow wow well that's always fun to look back at <laughs> our first jobs. Did you did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy having that, you know, looking back now? Like, honestly, I did because working with kids is fun because then you can like be friendly with them and then it doesn't exactly feel like you're working, if that makes any sense. You're just like hanging out and watching over them kind of thing. Like, yeah. sometimes it's like, you know, I don't know if you have like younger cousins or something like that, but it's kind of like you're hanging out with them, just doing art projects with them. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, getting into the main section of this um, podcast, we were talking about summer jobs. So I guess the first thing I think that people probably want to hear about is how do you find a summer job? There are many ways, <laughs> you know, like you can network on LinkedIn, you can look at Indeed, but you can also definitely look at Navigator. Um, there's a lot of opportunities there, especially that like consider that you're a student um, and, you know, maybe can only work for that the four months from like May to August. Um, the Career Center too. There's, there's a lot of ways. How have you found summer jobs in the past? Yeah. Um... Well, I guess in within my like university career, a lot of my summer jobs, I've used Navigator. So I was a Laurier 101 host last summer. And so obviously I found that there. Um, I think it's nice because Navigator not only has jobs on campus, but off campus. So if you want to work like literally like random, not random jobs, but like not with with like affiliated with the university they also post that um and then if you do want to work on campus they also have those opportunities as well as like remote jobs so like if it's remote or hybrid or like if it's in person like it will say that so um definitely check out navigator i'd say it's helpful and 
like you said, Chris, um, working with the university is really nice because they kind of understand your schedule as a student. If you want to work full time in the summer, that's also, I guess, a different kind of thing. But say you're like you're doing courses or you're, you're in a full term, you're taking a full course load. I think working with the university is always a great option. Yeah. I think I need to look into that, to be honest, because I have only kind of looked at Navigator before, but I haven't really looked and I don't have a summer job exactly lined up yet. So (laughs) I got to take a look. It's great. It's yeah, I'd say it's really, really um, just a, a fun time. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why I said it. <laughs> it's um a really useful resource because you know the the job postings there whereas I feel like indeed in LinkedIn like it's very general like you have to do a lot of filters or like seeping through everything and then it goes takes you to another website it's just it's a lot like it's kind of yeah. annoying to be honest um but yeah I mean I think that's also like those are really good resources but also like use your network like your family your family is kind of underrated like maybe they know someone or your friends maybe they have a job opening at their work um I think even talking to perhaps like within your like clubs or volunteering positions like people know other people who know other people so (laughs) it's always kind of a good um thing to be open and also like like most jobs I forgot the statistic, but most jobs are actually from like referrals and like from your network. So definitely leverage that. Yeah. Um, Like I know at my current placement right now at the Brantford Food Bank, um, there's someone who they just like hired like full time uh, who used to be a student that would volunteer there. So those kinds of connections uh, are definitely helpful. I remember I did have one like summer job opportunity. It fell through because of COVID, um, but it was going to be something to do with like health information management, which is literally my program. But it was my it was my aunt who just like got an email about it from her company because yeah. she was the, she was like works with a tech company, right? So networks like that are definitely useful. And if you don't have a LinkedIn already, make one. Yeah. (laughs) even if you don't use it like I don't to be honest I'm actually kind of bad like I don't really check it that often because you know it's a social media people are messaging you like requesting things but like just have it there so that like you can refer to it update it you can just remember everything that you've done and it is a good way it's just good to have it like Mm -hmm. even if you don't use it you you shouldn't really be using it every every day but like if (laughs) if you want to you can kind of thing um but yeah it's definitely a good resource sometimes um I forgot what I was gonna say (laughs) um oh yeah sometimes when you're applying to jobs you can apply using LinkedIn Mm -hmm. so you know how sometimes when you apply you have to put in all of your resume information and whatnot Mm -hmm. but when sometimes you can apply with your LinkedIn account and it makes it so much easier so much easier. <laughs> make a LinkedIn for sure in terms of um past summer jobs do you have any from your past experience you want to share well last summer I worked in like an assembly line warehouse so I was working like 42 hours a week nine hours a day um, I found it on Indeed and it was really good for money but oh my goodness, was it draining because I would spend nine hours literally screwing things in because it was a company that 
um, manufactured lights. So I would literally spend nine hours sitting there, not talking to anyone, just like screw, 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 next light, screw, 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 next light, like for nine hours. Um, and thankfully, there's a point where I could listen to music or like listen to a podcast or something. But then there's a point when headphones were banned. So I was just sitting there in my thoughts, just <laughs> next light, right? Um, so it was good for the money, but I think it's also good to find summer jobs that will help you advance your career or find yeah. those opportunities that will help you build those skills. So that's what I'm going to focus on for this summer. Um, and you can definitely find those opportunities with the school, I think. Yeah. Um, and go to the career center to help you find those because some warehouse jobs might be a little bit too <laughs> like draining, you know? Yeah, I know like a lot of like, students in my program in business are looking for like business experience and it's hard because you know sometimes they're looking for people with some experience and you may not have any experience but just leverage what you have whether it be your club experience um your volunteering um just your your leadership and teamwork skills you've built so I know it's really hard I think especially for students um when you come in and you have maybe had that one job I literally just had like my lifeguarding job how do I apply that to business right but you can really talk about your transferable skills and kind of you know skills can be learned but a lot of like those soft skills like leadership and stuff um usually are are harder to develop because you kind of need to be put in those situations so again like you you're a great you are a great person so you just need to sell yourself properly and understand how to communicate all these wonderful skills and everything that you've learned yeah exactly like everybody starts somewhere so you may have feel like you have less experience than another person applying to the same job but even if you feel like you don't meet every single requirement you will learn it so there's no harm in applying for a job that you think you might not be like as qualified for say like there's like five requirements and you only reach like three you don't have to reach all five you know yeah. that's the point you're gonna learn when you're there so um definitely just apply like, just yeah. apply <laughs> yeah like definitely be more confident in your skills because you will learn like um I know it's hard sometimes you get imposter syndrome like like oh I may think I'm good at this but I'm actually not because there's other people better than me but just apply anyways yeah, I mean, I remember Jess from our, our previous episodes, um, she mentioned just like, if you don't apply, you don't have that chance, like you literally have zero chance. Whereas if you applied and say you didn't have certain qualifications, or like, you know, you're nervous about the interview or whatever it may be, like, you at least put it out there and whatever they decide is up to them kind of thing, right? But you literally have zero chance if you don't. So I'd say like, even if you know, you're interested and it's even just good practice, you know, how to write your resume, how to go through an interview. Those are all really good skills. So um, yeah, I'd say like, it's going to take time. And like, I remember my first co-op term, um, although like I know co-op and like summer jobs, it's similar, but maybe people might think it's different, but it is basically applying for a bunch of jobs. I applied for like 30 something jobs. That was the minimum for like my program the requirement and like I only got a few interviews but like you know it seems like a lot right so like you might be applying for like 30 60 100 jobs and it it might seem tough right like feeling that 
rejection or failure, but it's not it's not rejection or failure in the sense where it's like you are the issue, right? Mm-hmm. It's like perhaps you don't fit within the company or there are other things, but like this is rather than looking at it that way, you should look at it as a learning experience, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Like don't be discouraged because just because you might not have been the best fit for this one company it's probably good that you got turned away because then you're going to be a better fit for another company, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Any other tips as all of these students are applying for these jobs? Hmm. I think, you know, as much as like it is good to find a job that does advance your career, you don't, it doesn't always have to be, you know, like mm-hmm. say um, you go back to your hometown for the, the break for the summer break and you apply to Starbucks, right? Something like that. Um, Starbucks, I think places like that typically don't like if you only work there for four months or something like that, but then you could transfer to the Starbucks near your student house or something like that. So there's that option too, if you do want to continue working through the year. Um, yeah. Cause they don't have to be restricted to like, okay, I'm gone at the end of August or something like that. Um, you could see with stores like that, maybe like retail or like your barista or something you could see like Starbucks I know is like pretty flexible with you going between stores even between cities because I have friends that do that um, in the summer and then during school year so yeah there's there's a lot of options out there for sure experience is experience you just have to know how to how to communicate that because every single experience you can really trans um, those are transferable skills that you can just apply to any new job so I'd say you know, get any experience and you'll be able to, you know, still have these new skills that you develop in this, in this job. Um, And then you can go to the cruise center to help you frame it on your resume in a sense that will help you within your industry or the, your, your program that will help you later on. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps everything (laughs) up. We will now go into our words of wisdom. (laughs) Words of wisdom. So words of wisdom, we always do every single episode. Essentially, we just try to summarize everything we said or like what is a key point that we want our listeners to kind of keep with them as they end this episode. So Christina. What, is, what are your words of wisdom today? I want to say you're probably more qualified than you think. Even if you feel like you don't have as much experience or someone else would be like better suited for the job or something like that, you like everybody starts somewhere. And even if you think that you shouldn't apply, still, still apply. Have that, that chance at least, you know? I like that. I like that. Um, I would say don't give up. Um, It's really hard Um, being a student. I know like having to, perhaps you're finding a part-time job while you're in school or taking courses, or maybe you're trying to find your first full-time job for the summer to give you that little leg up in the future. But whatever it may be, maybe you'll be applying to so many things. Maybe you won't get any responses back, but you will eventually. And you're going to keep trying, you're going to keep learning, and this experience is going to help you in the future. So don't give up. You got this. 
snaps awesome well thanks chris and that wraps up our podcast make sure you follow it subscribe and leave us a review you can also follow us on instagram at locus laurier to stay updated with all of our events and podcast episodes and we will see you next time until then stay golden everyone bye bye